so in recent years, uh, many of the Marvel movies, movies about superheroes, have been super popular and probably the highest grossing movies probably of all time, or at least as a series, they absolutely have been the highest grossing uh, franchise uh, uh, of all time. Just, uh, and they are epic stories. I'm a big fan personally, uh, but I, I do like those kind of movies. And I think, I'm not sure how it is for girls, because I can't really, who knows what's going on in that mind. But, but, but for myself, and for, for a lot of lads, anyway, we, had, we had a talk about this later, uh, recently. Um, the idea of the, the desire to be superheroes, the desire like when we were kids, uh, to be superheroes, just to be, to have some sort of superpower, you know, to be able to fly, to be able to stop bullets, to be able to uh, teleport, to be, just be super strong, or to have a super bad temper like the Hulk, uh, whatever it may be. Um, but just this, this desire for, for, for power, not necessarily, not necessarily in a bad way. In fact, even superheroes, they use their power for good. So they, they have this power, from whatever source, they were born, they fell into a radioactive puddle and come out a superhero. Uh, that's not usually how it works, actually. Radioactive puddles, incidentally, kill you. Um, but, uh, but whatever it is, they have this superpower, and then with it, they want to defeat crime, overcome the villain, save people, do good. So ultimately, this desire for, 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 for some sort of, of power, in and of itself, it isn't bad. It just depends on what you do with it. Yesterday in our reading, it was, yesterday was the Feast of Saints Timothy and Titus, and the reading from St. Paul to Timothy uh, is, is just, it, there's a beautiful, beautiful phrase in here, which we didn't get a chance to hone in on yesterday because I already spoke too long, but uh, the line is this. God's gift, so the, the gift that, that, of the spirit that God gives us, God's gift was not a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power and love and self-control. Power, love, and self-control. So the spirit, the, the, the gift that God gives us, this Holy Spirit that God gives us, is a spirit of power. Now sometimes we can be afraid of that word, and it's, I think it's good to be slightly afraid of that word, because we, we have to be very, very careful how we understand that, because like with many things, the word power is also used by, by the world but with a very different sense. It's like the word love is also used out there by the world, but with a very different sense, a very different meaning. So when we talk about power, what are we talking about here? So this spirit of power that we receive. So there's a desire for us to be powerful. I think we can even go further than that. St. Peter talks about the fact that we're, we're called to be divinized, to be made like God. We're called to be God-like. That sounds absolutely heretical, but the church, that's what the church teaches. We're called to share in God's divine nature. We're called to be like God, okay? So then the power that we're talking about is to be powerful like God. So what's the power of God? What kind of power are we talking about here? This isn't the, uh, like, you know, Jesus flying around and zapping things and making himself look great. The power of God is his mercy that you can see someone who is wrong or someone who has hurt you or someone who is in the process of killing you and say, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. Someone who, 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 who is out of line and whose actions are hurting others and you know their heart. And if they ask for forgiveness, you forgive them. This, this, is, this is God's like, power. It's not, it's not uh, power in, 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 in 
in, in, in a human sense or in a worldly sense, because the power that we talk about here in the world is generally power oriented towards ourselves. That I'm rich, therefore I can have whatever I want. I have the power of, of good looks, therefore I can attract whoever I want. I have the power of um, intelligence, therefore I can achieve greatness in this world. And so the power in, in an earthly sense is generally oriented towards oneself. The power of God is oriented towards others. Power, love, and self-control. Love, exactly in, in, in the same idea. Love is used, the word is used by the world, but, but love in the sense of, of, of the world can be quite self-centered, you know? Just love according to your rules. Yeah, but you see, the way I love affects others. You know, if I'm married and if I have kids, I can't love just according to my rules. I have to love according to what's expected of me. You know, I, there's a, uh, an opportunity, I spoke about this one before, but I met a man who, uh, in Italy, so you don't know him, uh, but he was just talking to me about uh, a situation where, so he's married with two kids, and this there was a situation where he had the opportunity, basically, to, to commit adultery. And he used an expression which I didn't, I, I understood the expression, I just didn't know what he meant by it. In, in Italian they say, mi che sono scemo, which, is, means, which means, it's not like I'm stupid. And I thought, well, that, that could go either way. Which, what do you mean by, it's not like I'm stupid? It's not like I'm stupid enough to fall into the temptation, or it's not like I'm stupid enough to resist. You know, I have the opportunity to commit adultery. Why wouldn't you? That was actually what he meant, the second one. I had the opportunity, sure. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you fall into the temptation? I said, I said you're married. You have kids. I said, like this, you, you are risking your whole, the, the love of your family, the respect of your family, and the respect of your kids. You're, they're, 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 they're both on the ten at the time. You're risking all of that for what? For ten minutes with her. It's insane, absolutely crazy. That is not the love of a father. That is not the love of a husband. That is not the love of God. That's not the kind of love that we're, that we're that's not like realizing yourself, you know, whatever you, wherever you, you feel your heart should go, follow your heart, that's rubbish. That's not the way virtue works. You know, you just follow your heart. Egypt, like sorry, like follow your heart. If you follow your heart, there is no such thing as marital fidelity ever. If you follow your heart, there is no such thing as anyone ever achieving virtue. Because why? Your heart gets tired. You get knocked back. You get rejected. There are times when it's difficult, and you have to push on regardless of what your heart says. So no, don't just follow your heart. Like at times you have to love and choose to love regardless. So, so we love in the way that we're called to love, in the way that God loves. This spirit that we have been given is a, a spirit of power, of love, and of self-control. And that love is, is a divine love. How does God love? God's love, as John Paul II would say, wants the good of the other. Wants the good of the other. So you want the other person to be protected. You want the other person to be safe. You want the other person to be, to, 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 to be loved. You want the other person to be cared for more than your own needs. That's divine love. And that you will take the hits that they can be, that they can be safe. Power, love, 
and self-control. You can see how all these are tied in, power and love and self-control. When we start to, um, if you will, use or become more aware of God's power in us, you can see how that's going to require self-control. You can see how that leads us to authentic love. But self-control. Having greater power gives us greater responsibility. Having greater influence gives us greater responsibility. And that can, that can be terrifying. That can be... Because you might say, that's not, that's not what I chose. That's not what I want. I just, you know, I just want to be a parent. I, you know, I just want, just want to have a family. Yep, that increases now your responsibility. Because you're now... Uh, I was talking to, to someone recently, and they said, you know... They said, you know, I don't want to be an example of faith. You know, I just want to live my faith, but I don't want to be an example. And it just struck me how you're an example whether you want to be or not. Just like, you, you know, every woman is an example of femininity. Every man is an example of masculinity. Every Catholic is an example of the Catholic Church. Whether you want to be or not, every father is an just by very nature being a father is now an example of fatherhood. The question isn't, do I want to be an example or not? Because to be honest, you have no choice. The fact that you're baptized, you're now held accountable or held to the example of being a baptized Christian. So the question isn't, do you want to be an example or not? The question is, do you want to be a good example or not? Whether you want to or not, you're an, whether you want to or not, people see you. And your actions, I mean, when you think of the conquistadores, the, the Catholics who went over to, to the, the New World, over to, to Latin America and that, they were coming over as, yeah, as, as white men, they were coming over as Christians, mainly as Catholics. And the example they gave to the indigenous people there was disastrous, disastrous. You know, we're better than ye and we'll enslave ye and we'll take all of your <clears throat> wealth back to Europe. Whether you want to be or not, you are an example. The question is whether you want to be a good example or not. Because chances are, if you don't want to be a good example, you'll actually be a bad one. You'll fall into minimalism. You'll think no one sees or no one cares. And then we lose this opportunity, this God-given opportunity to witness to him. You know, this is what's so beautiful about our time here and it's like I think the root of like focus of success as well when, when we were over in the states there at the beginning of the year for this seek conference held by focus I, I think one of the roots of, of their success apart from divine grace is the fact that all focus missionaries they buy into the vision of focus they become the lord's hands and feet out there it's not the the two or three organizers and founders who uh, who, who drive the thing it's the focus missionaries themselves they're the ones who bring in their friends they want to be examples. God's gift was not a spirit of timidity. This is often a misunderstanding as well. You know, when God's spirit, what does it mean? It means you turn into a little lamb and you've, you're harmless, lad, the poor little devil. It's a poor little thing, like. You know, you've no, you've no opinion. You've no personality. Um, you don't like anything that's not Disney. You know, you just the poor little guy. You're just harmless. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the spirit of God. That is really not. Read the Gospels. 
Look at Jesus. Look at how he spoke. Right? The guy had a backbone. The guy was able to tell people off with love when necessary. He was able to console with immense love when necessary. He was able to, to look at people who had, like, how he looked at Peter after the resurrection. Peter was just beaten up by the fact that he betrayed the Lord. The Lord looks at him with love and entrusts to him an even greater mission. Feed my sheep. That's the Lord's heart. That's not a spirit of... This spirit of timidity isn't a spirit of stupidity or, or cowardice. It's a spirit of power and love and self-control. Maybe, maybe even more specifically, it's a spirit of divine power, divine love, and the virtue of self-control. So we ask the Lord today, as he sends us out as missionaries, to be witnesses, to choose, to decide, to recognize that we are examples, whether we want to be or not, we are. People look at us. And recognizing and accepting that, may we carry forward within us the spirit of power, of love, and of self-control.